0: Be the bridge, be the bridge. You are listening to the Be the Bridge Podcast with Latasha Morrison. It's
1: exciting.
0: Each week, Be the Bridge Podcast tackles subjects related to race and culture with the goal of bringing understanding. But
1: I'm gonna do it in the spirit
0: of love. So we don't... believe understanding can move us toward racial healing, racial equity, and racial unity. Latasha Morrison is the founder of Be The Bridge, which is an organization responding to racial brokenness and systemic injustice in our world. This podcast is an extension of our vision to make sure people are no longer conditioned by a racialized society, but grounded in truth. If you have not hit the subscribe button, please do so now. Without further ado, let's begin today's podcast. Oh, and stick around for some important information at the end. The lovely, the amazing Kim Fields. Absolutely.
1: Back with a dear friend,
2: Kim Fields, everyone. Kim Fields. Please welcome executive producer, director, actress, writer, and my bestie, Kim Fields. That last voice was one of my favorites, Tamron Hall. And guess what, Tamron? Today's guest happens to also be one of my besties, too. That's right, today's guest is none other than the gifted and talented writer, actor, director, producer, and CEO of the coffee brand Signature Blends by KF, Kim Fields! Kim Fields, I could go on and on, but I know you're here for the conversation between my two sisters, Latasha and Kim. I am Tandria Potts, and once again, I am honored to be the guest host guiding you through today's podcast. If you are like me, you have tracked with Kim Fields' career since Mrs. Butterworth. Yes? how come you taste so good?
3: Well, my syrup is very thick and rich.
2: Thick and rich? Just watch. See how. And the if you're a bit younger and don't know, that was the commercial that introduced the world to Kim. Let's start here with Latasha and Kim's conversation.
1: You've had an incredible career. I was just thinking about that, like, like how you have blazed a trail for so many people um, behind you. Like, I mean, the fact that you're still in this because so many people, they come and go or you don't see them. And, you know, you starting out in this as a as a a child, like what, Mm -hmm. I mean, what has sustained you, um, in this work and now to be on the other side of the camera?
4: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, first of all, I'm I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful, um, to God for the blessing, you know, Mm -hmm. of longevity of, um, I still have the fire in my belly for my industry. I still Mm -hmm. love what I do. And you know, over the decades that I've been in the industry, there's so many um, amazing facets that have uh, become available that are now there to explore. Technology Mm -hmm. has blown the doors off of the industry from an accessible standpoint, not just the creative in terms of what you can do, but where you can put it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so that's all still very exciting to me. And then, just um, you know, when you boil it down, just as an actor. Even though I've been blessed to be in the game for such a long time, there's still so many characters I have yet to play that okay. I want to. So many genres you okay. know, that I, I want to get into. So I don't feel like I've done everything. I still feel like there's a lot of uncharted waters for me to explore. Uh, on
2: either side of the camera. Some people put up a single strand of lights around their home and may not ever take them down, while others go shopping for new Christmas tree ornaments year-round. Well, if you're like Latasha and Kim, you fall under the category of Christmas enthusiast. If you don't believe me about Latasha, check out her upcoming Instagram post. As for Kim, she took it a step further. She executive produced and starred in her own soon-to-be classic Christmas love story you light up my Christmas. Here's a clip.
4: And as he would string said lights around the tree, mm-hmm. he would begin to tell me the famous story of how his grandfather got sick as a little boy. Mm-hmm. And his dad, my great grandfather, Roy. Roy, would dip light bulbs in, in red, and red and green paint. paint. <laughs> And he would hang those light
1: bulbs in the tree outside of his Uh, window. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, a movie that you did on Netflix because this is my Christmas special and Mm -hmm. I hear that you love Christmas. I'm, you know, I get a peek in. I'm looking, I'm looking. I see a lot of Christmas in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I see see Mm -hmm. trees and reefs in the background. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
1: Is that why you did the Christmas movie or is this? Do you get ideas about Christmas movies? Um, you did one on Lifetime um, called You Light Up My um, Christmas.
4: Uh huh. Yes. So last uh, holiday season, uh, we did the movie You Light Up My Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, that was just uh, an incredible experience and, and a movie that I just love. I was able to serve as executive producer uh-huh. as well as star in the movie. Um, and it was just such a great experience and the messages that were... Uh-huh a part of that movie in terms of family legacy, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the parallel, you know, between Mm -hmm. Christmas lights, because my family in the movie owned a Christmas light factory. And Mm -hmm. uh, using that as an analogy or a parallel with everyone's own inner light. Mm -hmm. And you know how, when you put your light together with others, it makes your brilliance even brighter. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes, you know, life occurs and it feels like your light is dimming Mm -hmm. and good god in heaven knows this year has been (laughs) quite the dim the dimmer switch um and and at the same time you know still finding ways to just uh, your your light's not extinguished you know Mm. if you're still here and so and and even for those that have gone on and there's been so much sadness and especially this year finding Even in the midst of your sadness and your grief and your anger and your disappointment,
3: Mm -hmm.
4: finding those breaths of honoring their life, honoring Mm -hmm. their spirit, knowing their spirit is still here and how you continue it. How does their spirit Come out in you and your uh-huh. life and your uh-huh. light. You know that that their spirit helps your light shine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, and I know that um, sometimes it's 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 you know it's it's all nice to hear, but but when you're in the trenches, it's harder, of course. Yeah. But I think that Christmas movies, and uh, I even wrote uh, a little article. About this <laughs> that, you know, even in in the midst of all that we've been through this year, socially and injustice and injustice and right. um, anger and uh, pandemic and health and everything else, there's still going to be and clearly is a need for Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, even before this, all of this happened, we had you light up my Christmas last yeah. year on Lifetime The uh, season before that, I did a Christmas movie called Wrapped Up in Christmas for Lifetime. Yeah. And so uh, this year, because of my Netflix schedule for the Upshaws and, um, you know, when the pandemic hit, it pushed production back a a lot for everyone.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, I was not able to Mm -hmm. go into production for a movie for this year, but I am going into production this winter Uh, for uh, a really amazing (laughs) Christmas movie.
3: I'm getting
2: excited. (laughs) Christmas love stories are nothing new from It's a Wonderful Life starring Jimmy Stewart to Serendipity starring John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Most would put these films and others like it on their holiday watch list. But take another look at that list. How many movies on that list come from a cultural or ethnic perspective? Well, it's that level of intention that compelled Kim to create Christmas content.
1: Listen. Uh, You see, I was watching Christmas movies when they first like came out on Hallmark in 2009 because I was Mm -hmm. like going through a rough time I had just Mm. um you know left a position and it was just I was really trying to find myself and I was just you know it just brought joy like just to watch a a movie that was about hope and it was about Mm -hmm. joy and peace and togetherness Mm -hmm. and not a whole bunch of drama I just needed that and I think It's become a tradition for me now, Mm -hmm. you know, to record all these. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to confess, like, Kim, I record these movies Mm -hmm. and I watch them throughout the year. (laughs) Of course you do. Of course you do. You better. Absolutely. And, And what I loved about your movie, first of all, is, you know, you were the executive producer, but Mm -hmm. also seeing black leads. And so I'm seeing Mm -hmm. more of that happening this year. But when I first started watching, I was like, okay, do they not think we don't celebrate Christmas? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So has that been some of the um, motivating um, passion behind you really getting, um, pursuing diversity in some of the films that you're working with um, Mm -hmm. and doing some of this Crossover inclusion. I'm seeing um, is yeah. that some of your passion?
4: It is. Um, you know, telling a great story is first mm-hmm. and foremost my passion, and then working with amazing actors and artisans and directors and writers who are really going to bring the thunder in the skill set. Mm-hmm. That's my next, you know, uh, issue to make sure mm-hmm. that we check that box. Okay. Um, I think on the heels of that, then becomes inclusion. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's race, whether it's culture, gender, mm-hmm. um, I, I, because that's that to me is is more of a snapshot of what everyone's reality is right now. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
4: mm-hmm. No, the, I don't think it's very rare. I would think to find a uh, uh, you know an environment that's all anything.
3: <laughs> right, right now, right, right, um,
4: and so I feel like you know, and the more the wider you cast that net with inclusion, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, from a business standpoint, the more people you get to watch it because they right. feel like, oh, I see me, right. Um, but right. also, to me, it just makes your your stories have far more, um, you know, wonderful and beautiful layers yes. in the storytelling and even visually mm-hmm. seeing you know a lot of different looking people. Um, But, you know, I I, for like you, you know, just loving Christmas movies. (laughs) And um, I used to do, um, you know, one of my heroes was Dick Clark. Uh, And so I remember his, you know, Christmas specials um, and and just, uh, you know, growing up uh, on on those as well. And so back in 2010, I actually launched a brand of uh, holiday specials called Holiday Love. Oh, and it was um, scripted. With music, and you saw all of your favorite celebrities, especially your uh, uh, like faith-based celebrities, Uh um, in storylines and things that you normally wouldn't see them in. Uh And you know, I also love um, I love Lucy. I still do. Uh In my office, I have a huge, huge photograph of Lucy and Desi Uh, from an Apple campaign that says "Think Different." Uh Um, And so they're definitely content heroes of mine and trailblazers. Uh And I used to love the episodes when Lucy and when they were all in Hollywood Uh and she kept meeting her favorite stars. (laughs) And, you know, just kind of all of the, of course, the mayhem, the mischief, the wackiness and all that Uh that would ensue. But what was so great to me was these were friends of hers, obviously. Mm. She and Bob Hope had worked together for years, they'd been friends. She and William Holden, John Wayne, you know, all of these different, the Marx brothers. And Uh. yet she was, you know, pretended to be so starstruck. But it was great to see the celebrities in a different way. Here's John Wayne, you know, who you would see in all these movies as this, you know, larger than life cowboy-esque kind of entity. Uh And on his episode of I Love Lucy, he was just really funny. Uh Um, You know, William Holden was this suave leading man. And then on his episode of I Love Lucy, it was so funny when she set her fake nose on fire in front of him. (laughs) You know, and so, and so I said, well, what if we use some of my famous friends and we put them in elements where they can, you know, kind of be themselves, but it's in ways that you wouldn't normally see them? And mm-hmm. so we did Holiday Love for a few years, and the concept overall was how we feel during the holidays.
3: Mm-hmm. There's this,
4: it just seems like there's even when it's rough and tough, if you mm-hmm. angry, if you broke, if you sad, if you whatever. Mm-hmm you still find a way to tap into a little cheer and a little mm-hmm. joy and you're yeah. not, you know, and, you're, and you, there's still some degree of kindness. Mm. There's a softening that we all lean into.
3: Mm.
4: And I felt like, what if we could have that kind of feeling 365? Yeah. And so the idea of holiday love being something that was, how do we, how do we get to a place where we have that kind of feeling
1: mm-hmm.
4: all year round? You know,
1: yeah. I love how, you know, um, what you've incorporated is, you know, doing love stories with, mm-hmm. um, you know, with black lead characters. I think that's something that's needed, you know, for people yes. to see themselves too.
4: Yes. Now that was definitely intentional, you know, mm-hmm. and for all of my talk about inclusion and, you know, that not being my first point of entry, like with mm-hmm. casting or staffing. Mm -hmm. um certainly seeing people of color in love stories is very important to me um and to see um love you know um and and just how it's not that we fall in love so differently it's just that you hardly see it and so you feel sometimes people think that that's not a part of our narrative
3: Mm
4: -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) this one is what really got me um here i am playing the it girl in, mm-hmm. in 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 the last movie I did, you know, uh-huh. at technically fifty years old. Right. Um, and playing, you know, the girl that the I, I'm the leading lady.
1: Wow, yeah. I,
4: I'm yeah. the leading <laughs> you know, yep, and, yep, yep. and and that just felt so great, mm. you know, and to have all the feels as they say, you mm-hmm. know, where it was it was it was to have that moment of someone making you blush. Yeah. of someone, you know, um, revisiting some memories that make you feel warm and fuzzy, right. um, that that concept of being wanted and mm-hmm. desired and loved on that level, mm-hmm. um, and being the it girl. So, yeah. you know, it, it really so just, uh, it, it felt great, quite honestly, and to know that that's a trajectory that I'm, I'm still on, quite honestly, it feels really great. And And to know that there's a bit of, of representation, if you will uh, yeah. in that
2: in that way as well yeah. now, I told you Latasha and Kim are Christmas enthusiasts, so let's be a fly on the wall and hear them share Christmas movie favorites.
1: What are some of your favorite? Christmas movies, um, that are out there. I know you're going to make some that are going to be a favorite, (laughs) um, but what are some, some ones that are out there now that you're like, I I just have to watch this every year.
4: Yeah. Honestly, my movie, and like you said, I know yours can, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, but 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 I truly I truly do. Uh, I'm such a fan of of our movie. You light up my Christmas. But other than that, um, <laughs> um, I love Polar Express.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Uh,
4: I love the memories that my mother has created with uh, my kids around that movie. So that's okay. uh, a favorite of mine. Um, I enjoy, um, of course, the Christmas story. You yeah. know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, um, and then some of the classics. I'm really, you know, I, I love vintage content oh, and classics. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so my mother and I will always call each other and be like, Connecticut and Christmas. Uh, Christmas and Connecticut is on.
3: Okay.
4: Christmas and Connecticut is on. <laughs> oh. You know, I love um, it. So, because we're huge Barbara Stanwood fans. Um,
3: okay.
4: And uh, I'm trying to, th- I, I love the artistry of the Grinch. Who stole Christmas? That yes. Jim Carrey did. Mm-hmm. That Ron Howard directed. I just think that was such, such, such art. It was beautiful. You know? Yes, it oh was. my gosh. Yeah. The, the production design that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but those are, I, I think, I think those are,
3: the are, ones are, that come are my favorites. Around. Yeah. yeah those
4: those are my 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 go, my immediate go tos. You know, uh, Quincy, our youngest boy, who just turned seven last week. He loves um, Home Alone. He discovered oh, that uh, last Christmas, and
1: so he, okay. he gets a kick. I um, I got an opportunity to watch even Jingle Jangle.
2: Let's stick a pin right there at Jingle Jangle, and come back to that a bit later. Okay, let's continue
1: this year um, and yes. I think that's going to be a new favorite a new for favorite me. sure yeah it yeah. had that artistry, that whole that mm-hmm. whimsical like yes. type artistry. I love yes. that yeah
4: yes every time I have gone to turn it on because um, of course we know David Talbert since forever yeah. my mom is one of his uh, mentors as he always says but also Anika Noni Rose is a good friend I and love her. anything that Ricky Martin does I'm, I am right there front and center <laughs> I can't even front. Listen. He was, listen. He don't, was say so it,
1: good. don't say. Don't say. Sh- sh- don't tell me. Don't tell <laughs> okay, me. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Not, I'm not gonna tell you.
4: When I tell you, this pre-production and this and prepping for this new series has taken up everything because wow. you know we're we're just we're working doing what we do in a whole new environment right. now. Right. But right. it's like it, I feel like I'm working twenty-hour days, and every time I go to start it, oh, you got a Zoom rehearsal. Oh, you oh zoom man. Rehearsal. So I am going to get to it hope, this season yeah. and devour it. So I already know that's going to be on my list of new new favorites yeah wow this is
2: such an incredible conversation hey don't go anywhere we're going to be right back the next right thing podcast a podcast about making decisions that are making our lives. Emily P. Freeman, Wall Street Journal bestselling author, podcast host, and curious listener dedicated to helping you create space for your soul to breathe so that you can discern your next right thing in love. Decision fatigue is a real thing. Adults make over 35,000 decisions every day. Many are second nature. Emily is here for the ones that aren't. She's made it her job to put into words the thoughts you don't have time to think. If you're feeling stuck over a certain decision right now, unsure what to do next and frustrated by your lack of clarity, check out the Next Right Thing podcast. New episodes are released every Tuesday. Annie and Eddie Keep Talking podcast. Friends and podcasters Annie F. Downs and Ed Kofoltz host a 30-ish-minute show promising laughs, random topic deep dives, and rabbit trails. All the things you've come to expect when Annie and Eddie keep talking. Birthed from the weird, unprecedented trying times being sheltered in place during COVID-19 and the need to stay connected. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Friday.
4: Thanks for staying with us. Let's pick up Latasha's conversation with today's guest.
2: Okay, let's be real. Christmas meals are usually a Thanksgiving sequel, which is a lot of work. Let's see how Kim is tackling it this year.
1: What are what are your covid Christmas plans, you know?
2: Well, you know,
4: first let me be clear. I like to support other people's gifts and talents, so Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's code for um, I'm not cooking (laughs) but honestly um, Chris has always been uh, the chef in the family so he always does all the cooking um, and so, you know, we, we, we wanted to give him Thanksgiving off, so we had a wonderful takeout from Cracker Barrel for Thanksgiving, Okay. okay. so this year, you know, we might, we might really do a little something. Um, I had a, a, a brief vision that I was going to help out and maybe make some sides, but again, <laughs> I think brief is the operative word, and it's not that I can't cook. I don't enjoy Enjoy cleaning up. No, no, I enjoy cooking, and I enjoy serving others, but that cleanup, I can't believe we in 2020, and nobody thought about some disposable (laughs) pots and pans and... What the what? Mm-hmm.
1: You gotta. You see, this is two things. The cook don't clean. The cook is not <laughs> supposed to clean. And then the right. other thing is you clean as you go. So if I clean as yeah. I go, listen, it's not as hard.
4: <laughs> listen, my brother, the celebrity chef Pat Neely, he tried to teach me that clean as you go, and I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, you know, we so have a too much words. The local. Oh my gosh. Uh, but but I do you know enjoy it. But I know Chris really enjoys it, and he's so good at it. His grandmother's like it. mac and cheese recipe has you yeah. know kept this family uh, intact for decades. <laughs> at this, point, a decade and a half. Okay, um,
3: okay. And even
4: with the decorating, you know, like we have an annual tradition where we always go to our Christmas tree lot here Aww. in Georgia. Uh, we've done it every year for 10, uh, 10 years now, and we've uh-huh. never missed a year no matter what. Um, so, so we'll do that. But also, uh, a, a friend of mine, I didn't realize that she and her brother in law have a home holiday decor business. And she was like, sis, why don't you let me hook you up? And I was like, uh, I don't know, we usually do some stuff. And then we just moved into this house and couldn't find anything. And I was like, you know what, come on over. <laughs> let me support you. I'll get on Instagram and talk about how great you are, sure. Oh my goodness. Oh my <laughs> so, goodness. So they're here now. You can probably see somebody walking back. And yeah, yeah, about, yeah. That's, yeah I see. <laughs> that, but that's the uh, the trees that you see and, and all the holiday touches that, that have, you know, been added to the home. And um, I certainly, you know, again, I like to support other people's yes, gifts that's and talents. Right. That's
3: what you do. <laughs> that's right. You
2: are keeping now, I'm a person that loves a great cup of coffee. Well some of the best coffee and tea you can have this holiday season comes from Kim's own coffee line I admit I'm a little biased but that's okay Let me let her tell you about it
4: you know um,
2: I have a, a line
4: of coffee signature blends by yes. KF uh-huh. and so for our holiday collection for our holiday collection we did uh, holiday responsibly as our uh-huh. theme for this year uh, and so our commercials we show people, Social distancing with face shields, masks, Mm -hmm. um, hand sanitizing while they're still, you know, having some family time. We also show them uh, FaceTiming and Zooming, Mm -hmm. you know, through the holidays, that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So we realize that this is such a different time. Uh, And even with our featured collection, which is a very high end, sexy, sophisticated uh, Uh, line for us, uh, within our holiday, uh, within our holiday collection called signature spirits.
3: Okay.
4: Um, same kind of thing with the commercials. So we did like this masquerade party look, which also included masks. Mm -hmm. So that your no, you know, your face covering was there, your nose and your mouth. But then we incorporated like the masquerade look as well, just to encourage people to, you know, not, you know, get stuck on. This is so whack. I can't believe we're still here. Yeah. But, you know, finding those moments where you can maybe make the best out of it. You know, when life gives you lemons kind of thing.
1: Yeah, cuz um, we could be gone, you know. Yeah,
4: listen, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I I was excited um when I saw how those campaigns came about and I was excited with how um people responded to the commercials, you know, uh-huh. um to be able to feel like okay, as much as we love our nucleus, the four of us, you know, we mm-hmm. can still stay connected to your family. You know, I know yeah. so many people you know, they, they made it through Thanksgiving, but some people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe I only cooked for four people. I'm used to cooking yeah. for 30 and 25 mm-hmm. and, you know, and those sorts of things. And, and just... You know, be able to 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 make those adjustments in real time and just pat yourself on the back. Celebrate that. Put a little stocking stuffer together for you. Yeah. To be able to, <laughs> you know, stuff your stocking with something nice. To be I able am able to all pivot. for that. I am you know? all for that. I'm a-
2: Some of you are at a place where you want to pursue at least one of the endeavors that Kim has tackled and mastered. Latasha asked this great next question and Kim's answer lays across any pursuit. Listen. What's been a just a valuable lesson that maybe
1: someone that's up and coming that they could um, learn from you? I think
4: if anything, we kind of touched on it uh, with what we were just talking about yeah. being able to to pivot and make adjustments in real oh, yes. time.
1: That's good. Um,
4: and that's been a big one for me. You know, um, I'm also on this what I've been calling my uh, refresh illusion, um, okay, and and being able to really refresh my mind, body, and spirit. Refresh illusion, okay.
1: mm
3: -hmm,
4: And having my own kind of personal revolution Mm. um, in a very refreshing way. So that was the kind of hybrid for the refresh illusion. And so I feel like when you understand things like, (sighs) whatever balance means to you doesn't necessarily mean 50-50. You know, okay. sometimes you mm. might give 20% here and 80% here. Sometimes it's 1% here and 99% over here. Um, and it's a juggling act. You know, mm. Some, sometimes people feel like their life is a three ring circus and they are right. the greatest showman. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. that they are, you know, the ringmaster. Okay. Um, and, and, and that, you know, if, if all the balls do fall in the middle of your juggling act, it's okay. You oh. do have to take a breath and breathe in order to pick them back up, but you can pick them back up.
3: Mm-hmm. You
4: are able to, you know, give yourself permission to let other people help you pick those balls up and start juggling again.
3: Yeah, that's My, good. my
4: beloved brother, Blair Underwood, said to me once years ago, don't mm-hmm. be a blessing blocker.
3: Mm.
4: Don't block someone else's blessing because you're trying to do everything yourself all mm. the time. You know, mm-hmm. you've got people in your village, part of your team, anything, and they are there waiting, you know, to be given either something to do or to be able to bless you. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when we understand that and we're able to say, you know what, I could use some help. Having needs doesn't make me weak.
1: Mm. That's good.
4: And when you are strong enough to let someone know, you know, I, I, I do need some help here. I could mm-hmm. use some help here then you've created the opportunity for them to be a blessing as opposed to you trying to do it all, and then you've blocked their blessing. And then, you've blocked their blessing. then you've blocked their blessing. And, then you've, blocked their blessing. and
2: then you've blocked their blessing. Wow, that was so good. We love Kim, and having her on the podcast has been such a blessing. Be on the lookout for her new show, The Upshaws, which will be on Netflix in 2021, and you can also stream Lifetime's You Light Up My Christmas. In sports, if you're on the same team, of course you're called teammates. So, what should we call writers under the same publisher? Bookmates? Well, one of Latasha's bookmates at Penguin Random House is none other than Lynn Sisson Talbert. Remember when I said, Let's stick a pin right there at Jingle Jangle and come back to that a bit later. Well, guess who wrote the book series Jingle Jangle? You guessed it, Lynn Sisson Talbert. Lynn's husband happens to be acclaimed playwright, film director, and producer, David E. Talbert. And this power couple brought Lynn's book, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Story, to Netflix. So let's pick up Latasha's conversation about the literary side of the Jingle Jangle franchise
1: and so I know the books um, are going to go along with this Um, you know so tell me a little bit about um, the books um, that Mm -hmm. you've written the name of them and kind of like because what the first thing I saw when I saw um, the movie I was like oh this is a continuation like this we can you know we can tell a whole bunch of stories through this you know (laughs) Um, it's just you know this is jingle jangle but we can have you know another one (laughs) absolutely I'm
5: right there with you. Yeah. Um, so the first one is the square root of possible, and that's a picture book, um, short, sweet story based on the song that Journey sings in the film, the square root uh-huh. of possible. And I also put the lyrics to the song in the back of the book so that the kids okay. can sing along if they want. And um, okay. it's it's a illustrated book that's just a short little tale about how um, Journey gets Geronicus to to find his square root of possible again. Uh And the second book is a middle grade book for 10 and up. It's um, Jingle Jangle, The Invention of Geronicus Jangle. And Uh it kind of delves more into the story of uh, Jingle Jangle a bit. And that one um, actually had a full circle moment with Felicia Rashad recorded the audio book of that one.
2: If you think it's tough getting romantic Christmas movies on screen with black leads, Imagine how tough it is getting fantasy fiction Christmas movies with black leads to even be considered. Let's pick up Latasha and Lynn's conversation here.
1: So many in industry, especially the movie industry, the entertainment industry, why is why are they so slow to move and think that like okay if it's a um that diversity mm-hmm. is great for the bottom line, yes. number one. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so hard for them to get that? And why do you think it's so hard for them to take an opportunity when we've seen the fruit um, when there's a black leading character? Why do you think it's so hard for them?
5: I I think it's an old, old way of thinking, to be honest. It's an old Mm -hmm. game and it's time to come into the new. It's time to look at what how the world really looks. You know, yeah. we we are very powerful in our buying dollars and we have to just become as powerful in our content creating and not only content creating, but, you know, distributing as well. Mm-hmm. So the good thing is Netflix has the algorithms to show because they are global, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they are worldwide. You know, I, I was watching, you know, African romantic comedies back in the day you know, on Netflix because there weren't as many uh, diverse shows available, and so mm-hmm. that to have that to sh- to see it helps you know show, oh, these shows are popular. these shows want to be seen, and they keep seeing that the ratings are going up as far as how many hits and clicks on it so this this film does is more than even just being entertaining and amazing and musical and great to watch it is going to open doors for other projects like this yeah. because it's worldwide. It's released in one hundred and thirty two countries. It's wow. been translated in thirty two languages. Like I wow. watched it in Mandarin the other day. Mm. Crazy. So. Wow. Show, I love it. We all are striving for a lot of the same things. We want the same things for our children. We want the same opportunities. And with these themes, we we want to feel the same way. You yeah.
1: Know? Yeah.
5: So it, it I, I feel like projects like this remind us of how much more we are alike than we are different. And mm. hopefully it will, you know, no pun intended, build a bridge, you yes. know. <laughs> more, like, <laughs> I more, love it. More
2: more more of this. This is such a great question, Latasha asks here.
1: Listen. Watching the movie or the child that, that will read your book, mm-hmm. um, what do you want them to see and to gain from the just the work that you and your husband are doing um, to kind of build a bridge, a, 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 a longer bridge, a wider bridge that is more inclusive,
3: yeah.
1: um, you know, and a more equitable bridge? Like, what do you want that child to kind of... Um, To leave with, you know, after they finish watching or reading um, what you and your husband have put together,
5: I want them to to see that anything is possible. You Mm. know, I want them to believe. You know, the magic and and be able to grow without having, you know, so much baggage placed on them before they even get a chance. Yeah. Um, that that's really what it is, just to mm-hmm. be, just to have a freedom to be creative and a freedom to do and be what you want to without so many layers um, placed in front of you. And I feel like this is, you know, we didn't know that all of this was going to happen when we mm-hmm. were in this film. But I realized it was perfect timing mm-hmm. because it was a time where we needed some joy and some belief. yeah and some love and light in the world.
1: Yeah, so
5: I, I want people to feel that, not only children, but adults too. And, and the child in all of us that may have missed out on some of that when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's, and also just wanting to work hard and, and do things at an excellent level. Our reoccurring theme has
2: been that Latasha is a Christmas enthusiast. But one can't be an enthusiast without paying attention to the details.
1: Um, I always pay attention to like set design, costumes, mm-hmm. you know, just all of those things. I was like, wow, this is amazing, you know, um, you know, as it relates to a Christmas, you know, Christmas movie. And I can even see this translated, you know, definitely on stage also. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think that's incredible. I think, you know, one of the things, you know, it's not just what kids will leave with. You know, just for me watching it, um, there was like this sense of hope. And one of the things that I got from it is that you can have things that um, knock you down. We're all going to have circumstances, people, situations that knock us down, that will like snuff the life out of us almost. But the will to um, continue to believe in the impossible. Sometimes we have to fight for it and you can see him having to struggle and fight for it. And he had to have his, his granddaughter kind of come alongside that was kind of able to break that shell. And so, so for me, I think it was so encouraging to adults, you know, um, I don't, I w- I don't want to say more so than children, but all the adults that I'm talking to that seen it, um, they were so encouraged and inspired by it. So is that something that you guys were aiming to, um, to actually hook adults into the storyline and to, the, to the, um, the meaning of what it means um, to, to believe in the impossible?
5: Yes, we did because I feel like some of the best films are films that not only speak to children but speak Mm -hmm. to adults as well. And I think that if we even look at some of our favorite films as children, like you know, for me it was Annie, it was Mary Poppins. Yes. Uh, You know, if watching it as an adult is different because I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that or I didn't see Mm -hmm. that, and watching as a kid is another way and that's why even pixar films there's so many layers of
1: adult
5: content in there at the same time speaking to children so i think that um that's really important and david's great at that with storytelling where there's two layers of the storytelling and there'll be things that you can speak to your children about um like how we have many firsts uh, listed on the buildings. You know, like I said, my father's mm-hmm. name is one of the buildings. Um, we have uh, oh, this okay. law based on um, John Lewis uh, is one of the buildings. Um, okay. uh, Edison Latimer. Um, Latimer was the one who really invented the filament in lights for Yeah, I- okay. There's okay. A lot of, of things that are that are layered in there that you'll Easter eggs as we say um, that you'll find that you'll be able to talk about and um, its details like that to me that make something long lasting. Often, what
2: makes a power couple a power couple in entertainment is their ability to execute a project as a unit, with each person focusing on their strengths. Listen to this. Uh,
1: What is that process like where, you know, he wrote and directed, you know, the film, but here you are, um, you know, making the literary, um, the books, writing books. Um, Have you guys always worked in that kind of conjunction?
5: Yes, we have. So um, I um, produced the film, and he wrote and directed it. And um, okay. he thats kind of been our thing. I'm I'm really keen on aesthetics. Um, so like okay. the cast design, the wardrobe design. Um, the, what you see is is really my forte. I'm like, you know, creatively um, certain things with layering, with casting, you know, we, we mm-hmm. just are good in balancing each other creatively. And mm-hmm. so we yeah, we've been doing that for 22 years now. Um, and I think it's just I, I didn't like train to do this. I think it's just mm-hmm. being a woman and coming into a situation and just like how you walk into a household and you're like, okay, this needs to be fixed up. This needs to be done. This, you just do it, you know? Right, we're,
1: right, we're, right.
5: We're moms, we're, you know, sisters and, 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 and daughters, and we just do what we got to do. So I think it's just that type of intuitiveness that I kind of grew up with and was raised with. When you come into a situation, you should always make it better. So that's um, what I've done in it. I didn't know it, but that I was producing. And so
1: (laughs) that's part of
2: my career. (laughs) Hopefully, we all want to see Christmas represented on screen by diverse ethnic and cultural backgrounds. Well, that only happens with each of us being proactive.
5: How can we be proactive? If you're watching this with your kids, you know, watched all the way through, give it that thumbs up on Netflix at the end. Tell your friends and family and make sure that they watch. Um, Have your movie nights. See what um, diverse books are coming out. And thankfully, you know, this is a great time where many of our stories are being pushed more. And Mm -hmm. so this is going to open the door to many uh, many other artists behind us because they're going to see that, uh, you know, you, the the audience is showing that they love it and, yeah. and there's, there's room for it and there's a place for it. So hope, hopefully our goal is to open a door for other artists and creators to be able to do more like this, to break more new talent like Madeline Mills that played Journey and Lisa Phillips yes. and, and Edison by Kieran Dyer, you know, and so yeah. it's, It's important that we break new talent, we do new stories, we do new things, and not just keep doing the same thing with the same people all the time. We have to mix it up, you know, because everyone needs a chance. Everyone needs a chance. Everyone needs a chance. That's
2: right, Lynn. Everyone needs a chance. This holiday season, let's give some new movies with new leads and new perspectives a chance. I'd like to thank Latasha for allowing me to be your guest host today and a special thanks to Kim Fields for her insight and wisdom. Don't forget to go to Signature Blends by KF.com to get your holiday collection of amazing gourmet coffees and teas that Kim has personally curated for all of you holiday enthusiasts. And a special thanks to Lynn Sisson-Talbert for her conversation with Latasha. Jingle Jangle books can be found online and in stores. And Jingle Jangle the movie is on Netflix right now. So please watch it, rate it, and tell a friend to do the same. This is our last show of the year. So Merry Christmas to all of you from the Be The Bridge family. And once again, let's remember to build bridges and not walls. If you are a member of the Donors Table, you get access to today's
4: unedited episode. Go check it out.
0: Thanks for listening to the Be The Bridge podcast. To find out more about the Be The Bridge organization, and or to become a bridge builder in your community, go to BeTheBridge.com. Again, that's BeTheBridge.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, remember to rate and review it on this platform and share it with as many people as you possibly can. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Today's show was edited, recorded, and produced by Trayvon Potts at Integrated Entertainment Studios in Metro Atlanta, Georgia. The host and executive producer is Latasha Morrison. Lawrence C. Brown is the senior producer. Trayvon Potts was our transcriber. Please join us next time. This has been a Be the Bridge production. Be the Bridge. Be the Bridge. Be the Bridge.